Hola, you're listening to In Your Piel or In Your Skin, a skincare podcast highlighting POCS editions, beauty professionals, and everything in between. I'm your host, Claire, and I'm here to help you feel empowered, find services near you, and learn about other POC beauty professionals that are doing big things in the industry. I'm an esthetician, digital marketer, polyglot, and I'm obsessed with all things globalization and skincare. I founded the brand Beauty Traducia, where I share skincare tips in a multilingual context, and I met so many amazing estheticians of color in the process. Finding beauty professionals of color is a common struggle on social media, and for this reason, I'm looking to highlight those that may look like you and can resonate with the struggles of being a POC in industries where inclusivity isn't always top of mind. This is a space where I look to share their story, new product launches, and talk about what we love most in the industry. If you're ready to find beauty professionals that can resonate with your story and maybe learn bits of a foreign language when possible, you are on the right show. Hello and welcome to another wonderful weekly episode of In Your Piel podcast. Um, today's guest is a little different. She's not an esthetician. She's not a waxing specialist. She's not a lash artist, but she is a makeup artist and she's a business owner. And I actually was recommended to her through a friend from my old job at a spa. She posted a picture on Instagram and I'm just like, wow, who did your makeup? That looks amazing. You look so pretty. I mean, you're pretty without makeup, but like she just like enhanced it. So she put me in touch with her and we got to talking and I wanted to have her on the podcast to share her story with all of you. So welcome so much, Sophia. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to talk to you and to reach out so many of your um, your followers. I'm very, very excited to be doing thank this. You. So thank you. Absolutely. So to get, to get started, why don't you tell us a bit about your story in the industry? How did you decide you wanted to be a makeup artist? Honestly, it was by accident. Um, I went to school for cosmetology in New York City. I went to Empire Beauty School. And school. I was trying to, like, do hair, just trying to work in a salon and, you know, just trying to make it here in New York City. And I used to go to Empire Hair to get my hair cut because I didn't really? Maybe, maybe <laughs> like, I'm going to put my hands in the, the students and let them just do their yes. thing. As long I'm, as they don't cut it off on my hair. Like, yes, girl, like... <laughs> I was hustling at that school. I used to like, every time somebody, like a professor or an instructor, they're like, who wants to cut hair? Who wants to do this? I have a client. I'm like, I'll do it. I'll do it. Because we was living off of tips. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I need to, I need, I need tip money to get back home. <laughs> you know? So I was literally doing client after client in, in um, cosmetology school, just so I could have money for lunch. So yeah. I could have money to get back home because I yeah. was literally like broke I was like literally a starving artist like like it was crazy but um I came across makeup um by accident I was so focused on hair I was like I'm gonna be a hairstylist I I'm gonna do this and um one day I was just like in between clients I was like having lunch and there was a makeup artist there. She taught at Empire. And um, she did Broadway. She was, um, I don't know if you know, uh, what's his name? Dwayne. He was a comedian at the time. And he was doing Kiki Boots, um, the Broadway. Okay. And she was his makeup artist. And oh. um, she taught at Empire part-time. 
And um, I used to sit down and it used to be a large window um, so I could look into the class. And I used to watch her teach students how to do makeup. And I'm like, this is cool. <laughs> so like, I never did makeup before. I didn't know anything about makeup. I was just watching her teach the students how to do makeup. And I was like, you know, taking in all the information. And then when I graduated cosmetology school, I was doing hair. And a lot of people that was booking me to do hair, they were like, do you do makeup too? And I was like, no. That's when like, you well, started, yeah. the wheel started turning for you. Yeah. So they were like, well, you should... um." You should like add that in your services, like do hair and makeup. You'll make a, a, a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, okay, like how am I going to um, do makeup? Like where do you, where do I start? Mm -hmm. So I started watching YouTube, and I was watching Michelle Fan at the time. I loved she, her, yeah. Yeah, she was the it girl at the she time. She was the YouTube. OG. Yeah. OG. So you know, I'm not telling my age, but I was like in the beginning of the makeup YouTube. That yeah, was yeah. where I was at the time. So I was like trying to find people that look like me on YouTube. I'm like, how can I like how like where where do I go? Mm -hmm. So I'm watching YouTube. I'm doing makeup on myself and my sisters. And I was just like, okay, I feel like I'm ready. So I just winged it. Like the like it all came in a whim. Like I was winging it, you know. So that's how I started with makeup. And now I just so like I just do makeup like only because mm -hmm. if like that's my heart. I fell yeah. in love with makeup, but um, yeah, it was literally by accident. I was just like, oh, okay, I can make more money if I could do hair and makeup. That's and so cool. they said, can you do that? I'm like, sure, even though I didn't. I just yeah. literally winged it. I faked yeah. it till I make it. That's, That's how it was for me. That's awesome. That's so cool. And no, your makeup, it doesn't look like you faked it till you made it. It looks like you went to it looks like you went to the Mud Academy, paid fifty thousand dollars in tuition. Like you are good. Yes, so. blood, sweat, and tears. I'm telling you, I always tell people like fake it till you make it. Like just just do it. Uh -huh. And you, you never know where it will lead you. So awesome. Maybe you could talk a bit. So I noticed you're Haitian. I think that's really cool. I have a lot of friends from Haiti from undergrad. But maybe you could talk about how your um, Haitian culture influenced your your business, your makeup style. I love Caribbean colors. All the makeup you do is always very bright, very beautiful, and just go into share share with us a bit about how your you develop you developed your makeup style. Uh, well, with me being Haitian and everything. Um, and being Caribbean, you know, we do carnivals and stuff like that. So color is a really big thing um, with makeup with the Caribbean, especially around that time. Here in New York, we have Labor Day and I'm Haitian. I'm always going to rep, you know, Haiti. We always turn out the parkway. So, oh, you know, yeah. the colors. Yes. So the colors definitely influence uh, me doing makeup. In the beginning of my makeup career, I was doing bold makeup. Like, I was really going in with color. Nice. Um, and that really, really helped me. Because it's really hard to do over-the-top makeup. You have, like, that kind of have to, you have to bring out your um, creativity um, when you're doing bold makeup. It's really hard. So, um, Caribbean, um, the Caribbean culture, Haitian culture definitely influenced my work in the beginning as well. And um, I have my aunt. I didn't even know this until like a few years back, but she was also a makeup artist in Haiti. I was like, what? Oh, cool. I didn't know that? Running the family. <laughs> yes, I didn't even know that, you know, beauty is running the family. She had her own salon um, in Church Avenue in um, 
in in the nineties and stuff like that. Like, you know, and she did she did her thing. And I didn't know that she had she was doing makeup. She sold makeup in Haiti. She came over here, you know, got her cosmetology license and opened up her own salon. And um I remember me being really young, going to the salon, but I never knew she owned the place. So, yeah. you know, I didn't know that that's something in the blood. That <laughs> like, you could have given me a discount all this time. I know. <laughs> I know. I was just like, I didn't know that. I didn't know it was your salon. Like, she's my great aunt. So I was just like, you know, beauty does run in the family. And um, it's, it's crazy how this, you know, woman from Haiti selling makeup, doing makeup in Haiti, you know, she came across the, the, the water and came to New York and, you know, started her, her own business. And, you know, I really look up to her. So um, yeah, I'm telling That's you, so women cool. are strong. You could do it. You can do anything that you put your mind to it, man. If you have a passion, you can do it for sure. Exactly. No, that kind of mentality is super helpful. Like when you're having like troubles in your business and you just keep going because like we're strong. Like you have to be strong to be a woman. So you have to just be unbreakable. Absolutely. And the thing about being strong, it's okay to have weak moments, you know, Mm -hmm. regroup. Sometimes, like, there's so many times where I hit a wall in my my career where I'm just like, Uh should I still do this? You know, you just got to regroup and, you know, kind of just remember why you fell in love with makeup or whatever you're doing, whatever your art, your passion is. You got to just remember why you fell in love with something, and you know, and then keep it pushing like, okay, today's a new day. Yeah, I had that funk for a week Mm -hmm. or I've been down for that for that two days, but today's a new day and I'm going to get right back out there and do what I love. So yeah maybe do you have something you went through in your business that you overcame and you're super proud of um very early on in my business it was how can i put this it was hard finding the support that um the support of my my family you know um they didn't get it (laughs) you know my mom like you know I'm sure you probably know, like, if you're not doing something that makes sense in people's eyes, uh-huh. um, they start to look at you sideways. Like, what are you doing? What is this? You know, uh-huh. and I was jumping into the makeup industry where nobody was really doing makeup like that. Now everybody is on it. Like, everybody is just showing their creativity, which is amazing and stuff like that. But, like, at the time, you know, when I was getting into makeup, which was, like, you know, <laughs> a long time ago I'm not gonna say my age <laughs> but you know I didn't have like it was hard for me to find other people like me mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I was literally I felt alone and you know I, I I felt like I didn't have the support at that time so you know I really questioned myself I'm like is this the right path for me um am I doing the right thing there was times where you know, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do makeup anymore. Let me just do something else. But um, the fact of the matter is that me coming back to makeup, I'm always going back to makeup. It just shows that this is something that you're made to do. And God gave you this talent for you to pursue it. You could try to run away from it, but why are you going back? You know, so that's something I had to come to realize that, hey, like you're good. You're good at this. You love this. Um, yeah, you know, nobody gets it, but you know, but you get it and you see, you see where you want to go with, with what you're doing with your talent. And that's all that matters. So, um, that was a big, that was a big realization. Cause I feel like, um, 
that kind of put a pause in my career because I was always questioning myself. Yeah, you're doubting yourself. Yeah. Always. You and know that's what I mean? okay. It's normal. Yeah. It is normal. I mean, I didn't understand it now. I, I like, you know, I was like letting people talk in my ears. Like, mm-hmm. you sure you want to do that? What could, like, is this the right path for you? You're so smart. You could do something else. And I really let the chatter, <laughs> you know, <laughs> get to me. And, you know, but um, I tell people every day, it's just like, you know, at the end of the day, you got to listen to yourself and, and it's all about you and it's your life and you got to believe in yourself. And if nobody gets it, it's okay. Because when you make it, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, when, um, when you, when you get it, that's all that matters. So um, it took me a while to realize that. And I'm good now, but um, it was a struggle for me to, to like really keep up with um, what I was doing. So um, I tell people just, you know, listen to yourself. Don't don't let outside influence, um, you know, change your judgment because you know what's best for you for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Maybe you could talk a bit about, so I know on social media, like you're saying, like before women of color didn't have that much representation, we didn't have anyone to kind of look to, but now like it's so oversaturated and people can just get overwhelmed with all the information. Me in the skincare community, like I get annoyed when I see all these home remedies and all this stuff and like it's damaging people's skin. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, you see anything similar in the in the beauty industry, of course, it's harder to make your own makeup than it is to make skincare products. But what do you want more women of color to know about makeup or just what they see on social media and the makeup pages? Um, it's different with makeup because makeup is so... Um, makeup is so accessible that you you could just turn you could just go on YouTube and you just see everybody and you see like if I if I'm having issues with foundation you know I would just go on YouTube and you know I see a girl that just looks like me I'm gonna stick with her and um you know see what what product she's using and you know it's 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 hard for me it's it's easy for people to get into makeup because it's so easy and it's accessible now. Um, makeup is, it's, it's easy. I mean, you could, you know, you could really um, go into the, you know, YouTube channel and really find anything now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The yeah. only thing is that's like, you know, people think that makeup is um, makeup it's easy because of YouTube, but it's it's much more thought into it. And it's much more, you know, you got to really have patience with makeup. And um, you got to really have that passion in order to understand makeup. Because, you know, YouTube makes, you know, YouTube makes it easy. It really does. So having that patience and, you know, wanting to learn, um, I feel like people think that it's, you know, it is easy because people are doing it all the time. They see it on Instagram. They see it on YouTube. They see it on TikTok. But it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work and it's a lot of um, researching. It's a lot of practicing. It's a lot of work. So um, that's what I have to tell people is like, you know, makeup is, it, it may seem glamorous, but um you got to put in the work if that's something that you want to get into. Absolutely. And um, yeah, that's what I have to say about that. 
put in the work. Speaking of putting in the work and things that are difficult, seeming easy. You said you had a, a YouTube channel. Why don't you tell us about how that how that started? Oh my god, my YouTube channel. That was also an accident. <laughs> that was also an accident. Um, I've always wanted a YouTube channel for a very long time, but I was a struggling artist, like I said oh, in the beginning. I had no yeah. money. Yeah. Um, I was watching, you know, Michelle Fan. I was watching Jackie, you know, um, Jackie Aina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love, I love her TikToks. They're so cool. Yes. Her house. So uh, I was just like, oh my God, I want to be like that. I want to be like them and stuff like that. But I just didn't have the money. I didn't even have like a laptop at the time. So I was just like, there's no way I could like do that. Um, when I got into Mac, I started working for the brand Mac. Um, Look at you. Fancy yeah, girl. I know. That was like, at the time, everybody wanted to be a Mac girl. And I finally got in. So I was just like, okay, I was making a little bit more money. I was, you know, meeting clients from, you know, the Mac store. I was like, yeah, I'll do makeup. I'll come to your house and do, do your makeup. I was literally hustling. But I was able to end up saving for a laptop and and a um, a camera. But I kind of pull, I kind of put that on the side. I was like, you know what? I, I just don't want to do the YouTube. Maybe I'm not, you know, here you go. Your doubts come in. Oh, I'm not. I'm not pretty enough to be on you. I'm not pretty like them or um, I'm not interesting as them. Like who would watch me? You know, I start, you know, that you little, the little cockroaches in your ears. Yeah, which is a killer. Like, you know, sometimes you just got to go. But I was, you know, still on my doubt phase, you know. Mm -hmm. And I remember at the time I had to, um, there was this job that I was looking at for fashion week or something like that. And one of the directors was like, oh, can you give us a like 10 minute video of you doing your makeup? I'm like, huh? Yeah. And then, yeah, just go, you know, just put it through YouTube, put it on private and um, we'll take a look at how you do your makeup. And I was like, okay. So I was like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> so I did it. And, you know, I you know, they looked at it. I ended up got, getting the job. Yay. And then I was just like, yeah. So I was just like, okay, you know what? Let me unprivate this video. And this will be my, my first video. So that's what I did. I unprivate the video, made it public, like after a month after getting the job. And then, you know, here and there, I, I would post a video. And I've been doing that ever since. Congrats. That's amazing. Yeah. I I've been wanting to get into YouTube too but like it's expensive like the cameras and the lighting and all these things you don't it is expensive it's little by little I'm telling you like when you in this creative world it's a big investment you have to invest in yourself so all this like what you're doing right now it, it costs money cameras cost money mm -hmm. you know lighting all that like you said you, you have to invest in yourself if you're truly passionate and mm -hmm. you know making a mark making a mark in this world so mm -hmm. for Definitely. sure Sophia I'm sure everyone that's listening is fallen in love with you they want to come to New York so you can they can do your makeup <gasps> in case in case they don't live in New York how can we support you no matter where we are just watch me on YouTube I'm Sophia yeah. Roses on okay. YouTube and um follow me on Instagram I'm very active with people I always comment back, um, you know, just saying hi, 
<laughs> following me. That's that's okay. how you guys can support me and awesome. keep up with me. We're gonna. We're I'm gonna a very simple lady. <laughs> blow up your page. We love that though. <laughs> I'm a very simple lady. So we are gonna <laughs> give you a lot of new business. So that's great. Oh, you're okay. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. New episodes are posted every Saturday, and I look mm. forward to introducing you to more women of color and beauty. Take care. Yeah, take care. Thank you for having me. I'm. I'm so happy <laughs> <laughs> okay bye bye i hope that this episode was both entertaining and informative for you expect new episodes every friday so make sure you subscribe and check out my social media pages at beauty traducida for daily skincare content also let me know if you or someone you know would like to be featured in a future episode we would love to hear your story <laughs>